Hello everyone, I'm Estela Casas, creative brand strategist for the Viva Auto Group family of dealerships. Thanks for listening to the Viva Style podcast, where we have interesting conversations about the automotive industry that provides hundreds of jobs in the borderland. Let's talk Viva Style. Good afternoon, everyone. We're seeing a lot of pink all over El Paso. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, but women are not only diagnosed with breast cancer in October. Mm-hmm. Women are diagnosed every single day with all kinds of cancers. And this month we recognize and uh, not uh, not exactly celebrate because I don't like using the word celebrate breast cancer, but we have to raise awareness about breast cancer. You know, it's it's a tough talk topic to talk about because it's, it's something for women that is very difficult to talk about your breasts. You know, but it's something that we have to talk about. And joining me today is uh, Pat Morales and Adriana Valdez. They are co-directors for the Cancer and Chronic Disease Consortium. Thank you all for coming by and, and, and providing some insight as to what women, let's talk about breast cancer today, what women go through. You know, we go through through the when we are diagnosed. And then we have to go get a maybe through a mammogram. And then we got to go get a sonogram. And then we need an MRI. And then we need a, a biopsy. And then we need, it goes on and on and on. Where does your organization come in and tell me about your organization? Okay. Um, our organization has been around for about 31 years. Here in the community, we're a nonprofit. We provide services from screening to diagnostics to also uh, treatment for women that uh, need treatment if they're diagnosed with breast or cervical cancer. Um, We have about 127 providers in our organization that provide these services. We subcontract with with all these um, providers to include OBGYNs, anesthesia, uh, surgeons, clinics that perform the um, screening exams. So in a gamut, you know, we provide a full cycle of care. Mm -hmm. And we've done that for many, many years. Of course, you know, Funding in and out, um, but we improvise uh, by getting uh, some of our providers to donate their time, donate hospital um, services, uh, donate a lot of things for our particular patients. We don't pay a full fee. We pay a minimal fee for all the services, uh, but we've been around for 31 years, and you know that's in a nutshell what, what we've done. Um, our mission is to help these women overcome these problems obstacles. or these, a lot of obstacles starting from the screening as you mentioned you go through so much process of, of uh, screen you know cancer process per se um, starting from the screening all the way to the treatment and past the treatment actually and we're also providing I almost forgot that we're providing survivorship um, uh, classes for our particular patients because after they're diagnosed with cancer, you know, what's next? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the big question is what's, what's next? You're given a five-year, you know, period where you say you have to do all these things, mm-hmm. you surpass the five-year, and then, you know, you're a survivor. But in actuality, you become a survivor right after you, you know, um, they well, right after they tell you that, mm-hmm. that you have cancer. Exactly. Um, but the process still keeps going. You use the word, uh, you've been using the word uh, improvise. I think uh, during COVID and now even post-COVID, or we're not even clear uh, uh, out of COVID, but you've had to improvise uh, to be able to bring those services to women in our community. Tell me about that, those challenges. So 
some of the challenges is that a lot of the clinics were doing more of the um, uh, immunization instead mm -hmm. of doing screening. People aren't so, getting tested. Exactly. Mm -hmm. but people are not getting tested. So that's going to delay or, you, you know, sometimes we go back to where we started. For 31 years, we've gone into the community on a yearly basis to, you know, educate women to get their mammograms, to get their pap smears. And so now, because of this, you know, women have not gotten their exams, so we're having to go back and call them. Um, you know, don't forget your, your exams and stuff like that because we do have the funding for the screening and, and all that. Um, so, you know, we're having to start all over again, per se. I, I think we hear the word a lot, improvise and pivot. Mm -hmm. Also, what, what challenges have you seen, Adriana, that are, that are different from pre-COVID? Well, in addition to what uh, just uh, Pat mentioned, it, we have the, all the community outreach activities are limited. There's no uh, health fairs, no community events, no, no races, no uh, events that we can go out and, and continue reaching out mm -hmm. to those women hard to reach or resistant to, to go and get their screening services. So that's a big issue also uh, in, in, uh, in addition to the limitation right now with the services the clinic providers are delivering to, to the community right now. I mean, it, you know, it's hard enough for a woman to go in there. It's, um, you know, nobody nobody likes to get their, their, their breasts smushed. Mm -hmm. um, I was just talking to a group of women a little bit ago, and they're saying it, it is, is extremely painful for them mm -hmm. to get those mammograms. Mm -hmm. um, not so much for, no, for everybody. You know, we all have to get that done, and we have yeah. to go through some pain and just get through it, right? But, yeah. but I think it's, it's such a challenge uh, for women to go in there anyway. We dread going in there to get, get ourselves checked. Mm -hmm. And during COVID, we kind of use that as an excuse to not oh, cut correct. it. But um, the more you delay, the faster, you know, cancer does not discriminate. It keeps growing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter Thank if you. you're in COVID. It doesn't matter if you have the flu. It doesn't matter if you, whatever, if you're living your best life, cancer does not care. No. It continues to grow and to mutate. So the early detection does save lives. So, so, I, so I come in and I've already been diagnosed. And I've, um, where, where do you all come in? How do you help women in our community who have just been diagnosed with breast cancer? Okay. Uh, well, Pat was just describing to you how the, the system that we have in place in the consortium works. So in addition to all the educational component, the screening and clinical services, we have the, the patient navigation and case management component. So once one woman under our program is diagnosed with something abnormal or even breast cancer, those women are referred back to our office. So a case manager will be assigned to that particular patient to help um, this patient navigate the complicated uh, healthcare system that we have here in the United States. So that's uh, uh, something that we do. We have served, uh, I don't know, maybe more than 3,000 women diagnosed with, mm -hmm. with cancer in the last, I don't know, maybe 15 years. So we are very proud of uh, being able of navigating these women in need because they definitely don't know and don't understand mm -hmm. anything about the system in addition to the fear they have right now mm -hmm. because of the diagnosis. Absolutely. Were you going to add to that? I was uh, going to add. To yes. That. So, mind you, all the women that we have served are uninsured. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, 
or they, you know, they're unable to pay for serv- for their co-payments and stuff like that. And we've assisted them throughout these 31 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've provided about 153,000 services since we started. Um, and, you know, in addition to the case management that we do for the actual cancer patients. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of lives you've touched over the years. You certainly have. So there's a lot of services available. So, uh, you know, I, I reported on, on breast cancer for years, mm-hmm. years, decades. Yeah. And I thought I knew, I thought I knew what women were going through. And I talked to women and I, and I interviewed all kinds of women and told their story. And then it happens to me. And then everything changes because then you, you see everything from afar and then you realize, oh, I'm going to get in the, into the system. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go through all those steps and I don't know where to start, you know, and. And, and this is from somebody who reported it all these years. So mm-hmm. so fear is a big factor. And we need to disseminate information in our community that there are there is help available. Mm-hmm. You, should not, you should let fear not enter your mindset mm-hmm. because you need to reach out to people and get help. Where can they get a hold of you? So they can call our office at uh, 771-6305. Um, if you're associated with at one of the clinics and, and have services to them, um, the clinics will evaluate to see if they qualify for our programs. Um, the doctors here in El Paso, the oncologists and stuff like that, will uh, also refer the patients to us. But uh, you'll call our office at 771-6305. We will certainly send you or, or navigate you to whatever you need. If you already diagnosed with cancer, we'll you know, help you with that. If um, you need to be screened, we will also refer you to the clinic so that you can get the whole process done. Mm-hmm. Our program is, um, we, we have to make sure with all of our programs that there's a, a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. The end is that when they are diagnosed with cancer, that they go into treatment. And in, we have to basically guarantee, in a way, that they go into some type of service. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's here, um, if, you know, if they qualify, if not, if they need to go to MD Anderson or what have you, then we try to make that happen for those patients as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so you use the word navigate. So you help these women navigate through navigate, the system. Yes, correct. We even start with the navi- navigation process since we are out in the community educating uh, women. So once we deliver the educational class, we identify women who haven't gone for their mammogram in Mm -hmm. the past maybe two or three years, which that's the population we are looking for. Mm -hmm. So uh, by by then, um, Promotora delivering the education will make sure that this person will get access into one of the provider clinics that that was just mentioning, which are San Vicente, Project Vida, and La Fe. But, of course, to access to those clinics, people need to contact our office Mm -hmm. first. So we will make sure that they uh, will be uh, navigated to the closest uh, clinic or at their convenience. Okay. So we have to to be proactive. Just like we are proactive to Mm -hmm. set up our appointments, we also need to be proactive when we get some sort of a diagnosis to reach out 771-6305. Adriana, why do you do this? I've known these ladies for many, many decades. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why do you do this? I do this because I feel this is my mission in life. I uh, I haven't been diagnosed with breast cancer. Nobody in my family has been diagnosed with breast cancer. But I feel that uh, God puts me in this position because there's a purpose in my life to, to be there. So I feel a lot of passion for my... Pa- uh, compassion. Compassion, empathy, and passion about mm-hmm. what I do. 
So that's why I, I've been working at the consortium, patting myself for 28 years. So, and, and, and I, I'm, I feel honored to be able to serve all these women in need. Absolutely. Well, you're an angel to a lot of women in our community who are going through the process. Pat, why do you do this? It's got to be something similar to that because you don't wake up. You wake up probably today and say, oh, I'm going to go and make a difference. So you have probably that goal. Why do you do this? I, I think we're, we're born with it. <laughs> and and it's hard. It, it, it is very hard to, you know, um, to make sure that that when people go through, the, you know, your door, that you're able to assist them somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, it, I think it's my mission in life to help, to help. I've been n- not personally diagnosed with, with breast cancer, but I have family members that have been touched by breast cancer. And it was devastating because at that time they didn't have the services that we have now today. And I'm talking about, you know, 50 years ago where they didn't have the mastectomies, the biopsies and stuff like that. It was mm-hmm. very radical mastectomies back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think, you know, you get up every morning and say, you know, who's who do I help next? Mm-hmm. Um, and when they walk through the door is who am I going to help next? Mm-hmm. Um, and not stop there. Um, and I think, you know, Adriana and I are, are passionate about what we've done. We've done this for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we move with whatever we can mm-hmm. to help these patients. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, we've donated, you know, not to brag, but out of our own pockets, for services, for food, because it doesn't stop there. Breast cancer, it affects your whole li- livelihood. It mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, it's not the service, the mm-hmm. screening, but it affects everything, your family life. You know, sometimes they'll pay for services and they can't pay for food or they're going to pay for food and they can't pay for the service. So mm-hmm. we, we have jumped in and helped as much as, as we can all these years. And you're always looking for help. You're always oh, looking for uh, donations mm-hmm. of time, talent, and treasure. Yes. So uh, what would you say to, to those listening to us uh, today about about stepping in and leaning in to our uh, problem here in the community uh, dealing with cancer? I would like to, to um, first of all, invite everybody to use our services because that's very important. We have been fortunate enough to receive funding from the Texas Department of Health for 32 years. And when we got these funds 32 years ago, uh, the community was not aware about all these services that were available for them to access free screening, free diagnostic, free uh, pap smears. So uh, it, it is very important for people from the community to know that there's uh, a, a, this program exists to benefit all those uninsured indigent women in need of these vital services, breast and cervical cancer screening services. Y claro que se habla español. Por supuesto que sí. Claro sí, porque que muchas, sí. muchas personas tienen miedo y a ir porque dicen, pues no me van a entender porque yo no hablo inglés exactly. y necesito ayuda. Sí. Cancer does not discriminate. No. Um, it, it, it affects uh, rich, poor, indigent, yeah. uninsured, everything. Sí. Borders, it doesn't, doesn't know about no. borders. It affects everyone. Pero tocaste un punto muy importante. 82%, 83% de nuestra comunidad es hispana. Claro. Vienen de un, venimos de un sistema de salud que funciona muy diferente que el de los Estados Unidos. ¿Sí? Entonces, es bien importante que las personas sepan que existe esta organización 
que tiene, entiende su cultura porque venimos de ahí mismo, ¿sí? Sabemos por qué no vamos por los mamogramos, claro. sabemos por qué no, no entendemos el concepto de la prevención y esperamos hasta que ya la enfermedad empezó a dar señales y síntomas que es algo que no debe pasar. ¿sí? Hay recursos y servicios en la comunidad que están aquí para ayudarles con la prevención y el diagnóstico temprano. Ninguna mujer debe de morir a causa de esta enfermedad. Claro. Claro, o sea, por no atenderse, por no atenderse. Por no atenderse. El, el, el cáncer, el cáncer, pues ya sabemos lo que pasa con el cáncer, ¿verdad? Claro. Pero, pero sí lo, 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 lo detectan a una temprana sí. etapa, hay más pro, probabilidades de tener una vida, pues mejor, ¿verdad? De sobrevivirlo. De sobrevivirlo. Y eso es algo que nosotros hemos visto en el consorcio cuando nosotros empezamos aquí hace 28 años. Llegaban las mujeres en estadio 3 y 4. Mm. Ahorita, gracias a Dios, estamos encontrando cáncer in situ. Sí, lo que quiere decir menos tratamientos agresivos para claro. las mujeres, menos tiempo dedicado a recibir el tratamiento, este, menos efectos secundarios de los tratamientos. Entonces, el, la detección temprana definitivamente que va a venir a beneficiar a las mujeres de nuestra comunidad y a la comunidad en general, porque una vez que una mujer es diagnosticada con cáncer, toda la comunidad sufre. It takes a community to get you through, to, through build the, the, the community and to get through through uh, a cancer diagnosis. Anything you'd like to add? Uh, yes, you mentioned what would I ask the community, and I think um, everything. I mean, we, you know, from ideas to funding to to wigs, to whatever. I mean, we take donations, um, not not crazy donations, but <laughs> we take donations. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, you know what? All services are, are welcome in our office. Um, we can we can certainly you know give to the patients. We've have uh, a board member, as a matter of fact, that crochets. Uh, breast. Um, oh, I've seen those knit, knitted knockers. There you <laughs> go. Our knitted Correct. knockers. Knitted knockers are these. Are these? Uh, I, I guess they're not implants, obviously, no. but they're uh, prosthetics yes. that are that are soft and fluffy. And you know, uh, we're we're smiling about this, but uh, those are needed sometimes because yes. a lot of times yeah. women choose not to have reconstructive surgery. Right. So, right. Yeah. And and the cost is you know six hundred dollars per uh, prosthesis. Yes. So therefore, some of the women can't afford it. You know, and those knitted knockers come in. in we have that in our office mm -hmm. okay. um, we have we thank goodness that you know on a yearly basis um, somebody comes to the rescue to to help along the way as as you know we mentioned in prior conversation <laughs> <laughs> well we wish you the best of luck it's breast cancer awareness month october is uh call up your friend and uh, your 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 mother your sister your friend your la vecina la comadre and tell yeah. them hey go check on your breasts go get your mammogram stop putting off the uh, your cancer screenings because early detection saves lives mm -hmm. and once again that number to call is 771-6305 uh, there's always help out there you don't need to die of uh, cancer because you chose not to seek services so yeah. thank you both for coming thank in you, We'd like to hear what you think about today's conversation. Go to the Viva Auto Group Facebook page and like us. If you're in the market for a new or pre-owned car or truck, we invite you to choose a Viva vehicle.